Welcome to the Human Handbook Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Adam Tice. We're talking about everything you need to know, but nobody's telling you about how to optimize your health, cultivate happiness, and biohack your way to peak performance. I've been in the clinic 12 years, and I'm stepping out of the clinic into the pod studio, bringing all the clinical pearls, all the foundational wisdom that you need to accelerate your health and accelerate your life. Here we go. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Human Handbook Podcast. And we have a super exciting episode today, uh, super important episode today, super important topic. Uh, today's episode is entitled Mind Body Medicine. And we're going to talk about healing the mind. We're going to talk about whole person healing. And this is really whole person healing, addressing the mind, body, and the spirit. So this is really important because this is definitely uh, something that we have to look at because in the paradigm in which we are working, everything's connected. In the naturopathic paradigm and in many, many, many of the ancient systems of medicine that have been time-tested and proven, um, everything's connected and there is a deeper analysis that is needed. And I think that this is something really, really, really important to look at. And this is this is what I mean by looking into the era and, and, and ushering in the era of personalized medicine. Again, one way for to sort of interpret that lens is to, you know, through the era of um you know, personalized and customized genetic analysis and and things like that. But again, I've spoken about that. I think that there is still a lot to be learned, and I think that we have a lot to um, that we still need to understand about that kind of personalized medicine with that kind of precision. Um, you know, but the personalized medicine I'm talking about is more just addressing even more at an individualized level. Because a person, they could have similar genetics, but they can have completely different life stories, completely different set of life experiences. And that's more the level I'm talking about where we're actually going to go deeper. And so in today's episode, we're going to kind of unpack what the um, what the dominant school of medicine uh, has to say and how their approach to the mind-body um the mind-body diagnoses are, you know, how do they approach that with DSM criteria and prescriptions and pharma. We're going to, you know, talk about that. I want to introduce also uh, and talk a little bit about what the origins of the mind-body medicine are and so how we can get a better understanding of that. And we're going to talk about some of the theories and some of the things that have been uh, put forth and 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 the things that you'll see out there and come across. And then uh, we're going to also provide some solutions. We're going to talk about, you know, really putting a multidisciplinary uh, approach together where we're going to be addressing uh, a truly a personalized mind-body medical paradigm. And, uh, you know, the end game here is to create happy, healthy, integrated human beings. And that's the trip. So, we gotta we gotta unpack this a, a little bit. So everything is connected, and the mind and the body are intimately connected. And many, 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 many times, um, when I take cases and I talk to people, and again, um, you know, when I, you know, I've been in the clinic, uh, you know, for for about thirteen years now, and 
when we take cases and we talk to to people that have really serious digestive issues or they have really serious health issues just about almost every single time uh, i i cannot put a number on it but above 90% of the time there's some kind of drama or trauma or karma that the person and when you start talking about the person's issues, they often will know exactly where things stem from. Now, what to do about it, that's a different uh, conversation. That's more of the conversation that I'd like to have today is to at least open that door and start to talk about that. And again, the goal being to create and cultivate uh, happy, healthy, integrated human beings that... Um, that are really, you know, achieving their peak potential here on the planet and doing doing what they came here to do. Uh, at least that's kind of how I look at it. And if we can set the stage and set the table and set the environment all right, so a person can actually step into what their purpose is and activate and and actually realize that potential of their being. The side effect of that is that you will be happy, more healthy, integrated, balanced, grounded, um, just a, a a good member of the planet Earth. And that's what we need. So everything is connected. Let's get into this, guys. So, um, you know, I think, you know, what do you mean by mind-body medicine? Well, I'm talking mostly about the most common stuff. I'm talking about depressions and anxieties and adjustment disorders and depressive disorders and these kinds of things like this. Those are the diagnoses that you will hear and that that, that, that I hear people kind of repeating to me. And, you know, I think that's a really... Um, that is one way to approach things. And I think, you know, putting a label on things and identifying things, I mean, that is definitely something that needs to be done. And I'm going to propose uh, and introduce a, a different way of doing that because I think that is essential. But I think the, diagno the diagnostics as they are now in the psychiatric field and um, in, in the world of prescription medicine this has become so common and uh, you know those systems are operating with partial information those are operating with information that was proposed as theories years ago and those theories have been since disproven and proven false um, but nonetheless they've become the gold standard they've become the standard of care for depression and anxieties the you know i'm talking about the world of ssris and serotonin meds and the world of benzos benzodiazepines and uh, you know anxiety reducing medications these these drugs the, these drug categories um they do nothing to address the root cause of this and now I know this is a potentially controversial thing I'm saying, and I'm not at any point, I, I, I am not saying that the depression and anxiety is not real. I'm saying that's real, but I'm saying the approach to it is superficial and short-sighted and based on false information. But that is, um, that is put forth. That's the standard of care. That's what we see over and over again. Uh, and I, I, I see it all the time. 
And I think the system doesn't it doesn't really know what to do with this kind of thing. And this is definitely the territory of naturopathic medicine. And I think that's where it really belongs. And so we should unpack this in a truly holistic fashion and come up with a, 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 a more appropriate way to address these issues. I think the, um, you know, the truth is, the pharmaceutical practices came out of the dark ages and they came out of the middle ages. And uh, what we see now is a remnant of that. And the, the physician has become the high priest and the pharmaceuticals are basically the, the remnants of a witchcraft that, have to, that need to be disproven because there was a sleight of hand that has happened and they have been positioned at the forefront as the dominant school and that was partly uh, due to the, the, the brilliant positioning and you know the outcomes of things you know, like the Flexner Report and, and, and things like that in the early 1900s that uh, they were, now we're, that was a hundred year plan. That was a hundred year strategy and we have to understand that um, many of the components of what I'll call for now the machine, the pharmaceutical machine, those um, those plans were put in place years ago, and many people don't quite understand that this is not just a two or three year game plan. These are generational uh, kind of plans um, that are in place and in motion, and the machine is running, baby. And if you don't know that this is going on and you do not understand that this is going on, you will get digested by the machine. You will get swept into the cyclone, the pharmaceutical cyclone. Uh, and what what do I mean by that? I mean, next thing you, you go in because you don't know where else to turn, or you have no options and you go to your primary or you, you you try to seek out some some assistance and counseling. And next thing you know, you're on an SSRI. Then the next thing you know, you're on, you, you have some side effects from that drug and there might be one or you, you know two other drugs uh, that are put on board. And next thing you know, a couple of years go by and you got five or six pharmas on board and you're wondering what happened and your depression and your anxiety is actually worse. Because what they don't tell you is that there's a black box warning on all of those SSRIs and, and, and many of these drugs that are um, dispensed uh, regularly. And that black box warning is a black box warning. It means pay serious attention to this. And you can check this stuff out. You guys can go to normal websites, uh, you know, a site like rxlist.com and type in any pharmaceutical, type in any of, of these drugs we're talking about. And you can pull up basically the drug insert. And usually that black box warning is there right there at the top. And that's the drug insert. And that's the part where it says, um, basically, I'll paraphrase, but you'll get the point. These drugs are uh, these drugs actually make suicidal ideation and uh, depression worse, and you should monitor them closely. And so, please explain to me uh, or the insanity here, where the chief concern is depression, and then we give a substance, and then the side effect, uh, after effect, direct effect of poisoning the system with that is that it's going to make your condition worse. Okay, it makes no sense. It's inverted reality. It's insanity. And that's what I'm ringing the bell on. And again, I'm not the first person to ring ring this alarm, but it still needs to be um, brought to light because a lot of um, a lot of people still don't know this. They still don't understand this. I talk to people every week that um, have never heard of this. So 
Um, if you've heard of this and you know this, great, but I think the majority of people, a lot of people still don't. And, you know, again, we're looking for real solutions. So that's kind of calling out the elephant in the room. And that's the first part of this, uh, this mind body journey is realizing that the solutions that have been given to us that have been spoon fed to us aren't really solutions. And they're not really going to provide a deep level of healing that's going to create a happy, healthy, integrated human being. I'm going to create more derangement because, again, what the dominant school of medicine doesn't seem to understand is that you cannot poison, trick, coerce the body into being healthy, into being happy. And this is a big deal. You know, this the serotonin theory and the black box warnings, you know, these have become the gold standard. They were oversimplifications of uh, the neurotransmitter sciences. And I think we still have only scratched the surface, the tip of the iceberg with understanding how those neurotransmitters are um, are contributing to mental health, what role they're playing. There's such highly individualized um, genomics happening here. And I think that's going to take us you know, AI might be able to help us kind of figure some of this out to speed that learning curve up. I'm sure it's coming down the pipeline to dial this in. And, and I hope we do. I, I hope that we do get to an era, and we may, because we are in the um, early days of what's going to be a tremendous acceleration in the technology. And we're going to see some changes over the next five, 10 years that I don't think we've seen in the last generation, you know, in the last 20, 30, 40 years. So, you know, buckle up, guys. It's going to be quite a riot. I mean, I'm super excited. I'm a proponent of technology. I'm a proponent of natural lifestyle and natural living a thousand percent. And I'm also, but that doesn't mean that you you, you don't live without the tech. You the, the tech is here to stay. It's not going anywhere. And we need to learn how to leverage that for the improvement of our society and the improvement of our medicines and the improvement of our lifestyles. And this is just the beginning. So, you know, to go all the way back to the beginning, I think the roots of mind-body medicine, at least uh, in, in the paradigm and the, the way that I have learned, is through the lens of Ayurveda. And perhaps we should do a full episode on just the Ayurvedic uh journey of consciousness into matter and 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 understanding at a deeper level which the ayurvedic sciences certainly provide uh, a framework and a, a a better more practical pragmatic understanding of this journey of consciousness from the the the, the space element into the physical matter, which is our body, into the physical level, that 3D level, we got to look at all that. And Ayurveda provides a tremendous um, lens with which to view that through with the, the, the manifestation of the individualized consciousness. And I think we can use some of those frameworks looking at the different levels and the layers and uh, again, I just uh, I don't want to go into super detail on, on the Ayurvedic journey of consciousness into matter, but just to put that seed there, and we'll we'll, we'll water that seed a little bit and and sprout that and flower that and unpack that. I think um, another episode, but 
This is the understanding that the body is composed of, of, of multiple bodies. You have physical bodies, you have breath bodies, um, mental bodies, intellectual bodies, emotional bodies, spiritual bodies, and all of these have their own nutrition. They have their own metabolism. There is a kind of digestion that is happening here. And that is something that is a key point that I'd like to um, just spend a few moments on and introduce and talk about a little bit. The physical digestion we've talked about, and we're going to talk about it more because we always are talking about it. Um, and that's the physical act of digestion, of transmuting the food into the pure essence, into that rasa into that, um, that, that, that basic level of nutrition that's going to nourish our physical systems, our, our, our cells, our tissues, our organs, our systems, and, and we have to have the digestion, assimilation, elimination um, processes all working. And we have those processes happening in all the layers of our being. So the physical layer, yes, the breath body layer, the mental, emotional, the intellectual layers, the spiritual layers, they all have a, a kind of nourishment. They have nutrient requirements that need to be met, and they are different in every layer of the body. The breath body, I'll oversimplify as we go through these, just to get the idea, you, we need to be breathing properly, bringing in the breath is one of the primary ways that we bring the energy, the prana, into the body through proper breathing using the diaphragm. And through the food and the breath are the primary uh, channels, the primary methods that energy, which is known as prana in, in, in Ayurveda, is, is, is energy, or we could say vital energy or vital force is another way to say that. That is your energy. And those two first layers we have to tend to. And then the mental, emotional, intellectual layers, all of those bodies are going to need their own kind of nourishment. And that's going to need, that's going to mean, um, that's going to be individualized based on a person's constitution, their personality. Um, and, and, and all of us know that we need those kinds of things. Some of us need, you know, we know that we need that quiet contemplative time that nourishes and calms our emotion and our mind and our spirit. And if we don't get that, then we get off balance. Other people, they need, they need to socialize. They need the connection. They need the socialization. They need to talk things out uh, about, you know, to sort out their mind and their emotions. Other people need to, they need to write. They need to journal. They need to, to, to note things down to kind of iron out their thinking processes and the noise in their mind and the noise in the emotional field and the mental field. So this is the kind of thing, this is personalized, this is medicine, and these are personalized prescriptions that we need to be aware of. Um, you know, this idea, this concept that number one, we are composed of multiple layers kind of a uh, each holographic that is uh, laid on top and superimposed upon one another to create this uh, this quantum biological phenomenon that is the human being. 
It's an amazing thing. So being aware of this kind of a full body and whole person approach, Ayurveda gives us the framework to do this. And this is something that we can unpack and again, prescribe individualized techniques and methods um, as medicines. You know, some of those might be breathing exercises. Some of those might be mantras or affirmations. Some of those might be other exercises like journaling, writing, fire ceremonies, many of these things. This is all medicine. This is mind-body medicine. And this is stuff that seems on the surface to the uninitiated or the... Um, to the uninitiated, the ones that don't understand this, that might seem like a bit woo-woo or a bit out there, but the quantum science and the new science tells us that all this is very, very real and that we can affect uh, change on the physical system by working through some of the other bodies. And then that information is going to trickle down and read out on the physical system and it's going to uh, have an impact. It's going to have a positive impact. So... This is a big deal uh, in the world of mind-body medicine, you know, looking, and this is beginning to kind of say, you know, we first got to look at the existing system and see, um, you know, number one, how is that system doing? And we need to do this uh, as a medical field. We need to do this every once in a while, and we need to do this in our own lives, and we've, we, we've, we need to do this in different dimensions of um, of our lives and of our worlds, every so often doing a case review and doing a little bit of a debrief on what you're doing, how, what are you doing, how is it going, is it working for you, yes or no. If it's working and everything's going good, then proceed as is, nothing. But if it's not working, then we need to reassess and reevaluate and reformulate and recalibrate. We need to look and see. We need to find another way. If it's not working, we need to find another way. And again, I, I, I pick in the mind-body field, I, I pick depression and anxiety because I think just about everybody can identify with, there are many flavors of those and there are many different uh there are many different flavors of those, many different variations of those. And I think all of us have... Um, have that happening to some degree. A little bit of that is normal, welcome to earth. But we all have our individual stories and our individual traumas and dramas and susceptibilities. And sometimes these things get, un, uh, you know, they, they get revealed to us. And this is part of the great work, guys. I mean, this is part of what we're sent here to do is to heal these things. Because again, none of our possessions or those kinds of wealths we're going to take with us when we leave the body. We're going to drop the body and all of those things are going to stay. But what's going to go with us are the deeper um, conscious healings and the conscious breakthroughs that we have worked and that we have um, kind of ironed out in our lifetime. That's what we're going to bring with us. So, I mean, for me, that's where the great work is. And that's what I'm thinking about all the time. And that's sort of the lens I see things through. Um, you know, first to, you know, these are these things. And to say a little bit more about looking and investigating, uh, you know, again, to just use depression and anxiety as, uh, as conversation points, we need to look and make sure that uh, that we're understanding these correctly, that we're taking a whole body approach. And another thing that we need to do is we need to make sure that there's not a metabolic origin, make sure that there's not a physical origin of this. And this is where having a practitioner that has some kind of medical background 
can help you uh, kind of connect the dots here because this is very real. What if you? What if there are? You know, for example, thyroid issues, inflammatory issues, blood sugar issues, um, some genetic polymorphisms, toxicities. Um, all these different things, and, and that's a short list. There are more that you should look at, but these things can create anxieties or mood issues. So you need to make sure, you know, if the blood sugar is going up and down, that can be creating energy ups and downs and mood swings and these kinds of things. So the way that I kind of phrase this, hormonal swings and blood sugar swings and, 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 and these types of things. And I say, are you getting taken for a ride by your hormones or by your blood sugars or something else that has a metabolic origin, part of a good medical workup is, you know, in a good, true mind, body, personalized, whole person approach, you're going to need to look at all that stuff. So again, I'm walking in both worlds here where we're, we are leaning and relying and, and, and gaining some information from a proper workup a proper medical workup. And that's, in my opinion, one of the main uh, things that the dominant school of medicine uh, that I really lean on is kind of the diagnostic side of that as far as like looking at blood and labs and imaging and things like that. And and I speak that language and I think that that's really important to be able to speak that language because you need to be able to rule in or rule out or investigate if something's going on at that at a metabolic level, thyroid, blood sugar, inflammatory, I mean, there's more toxicity. Um, digestive issues, uh, the list goes on and on. But you need to be able to rule that out because a lot of those things are really easy to fix. Nutrient insufficiencies um, that can cause these issues. You need to be able to look at that ground level, that physical level. It's super important. And that that level is pretty easy to tidy up. And, you know, uh, that is, you tidy all those things up first. And along the way, symptoms do improve. Mental symptoms, depressions, um, lift, anxiety, subside, and fade. Things get better along the way, guys, in the method that I'm employing, where we are working from the ground up and identifying obstacles to cure and uh, identifying and removing obstacles to cure, cleansing and detoxifying the blood, the lymph, uh, nourishing the body, simulating the vital force, all this stuff we've been talking about, that we got to do all that work up. And that's all kind of happening. Um, pretty early on in in my world and you identify this stuff and you you start to make these corrections to correct metabolic origin of a mind body imbalance depression anxiety or or otherwise um and those things start to shift and those depressions start to lift and that anxiety starts to fade and all of a sudden somebody that was going and checking themselves into the you know, going to the emergency room twice a week because their panic was so bad and they were having panic attacks, all of a sudden that person is leveled out a little bit and they're able to start to live a little bit of more of a normal life. And this is the kind of thing that I'm talking about, creating happy, healthy, integrated human beings. That's the goal, people. That's my goal and that's my personal goal and that's my goal for my patients and for anybody that's listening to this too. Um, so we have to heal the traumas, we have to heal the dramas, we have to heal the karmas. These are all the things that are going to be laid in front of us as we live our life. And the longer you live your life, the longer you're on, on this planet, um, 
this stuff will come up. It, again, the flavor of it and the, the, the intensity of it will vary from individual to individual. But we got to dial this in, and this is where we really are looking at a personalized era of mind-body medicine where we're taking a multidisciplinary approach, and we're leveraging the, uh, the wisdom from some of the ancient traditions like Ayurveda, and we're looking a little bit closely, and we're not hanging our hat completely on a DSM criteria and getting attached to a label, and then getting attached to that label and then neurolinguistically reinforcing that pathology into our mind every time we say, I have XYZ, one, two, three episode, you know, that is the oversimplification. I think that's still a very superficial approach and we need to open our open our eyes and open um, our, 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 our minds to look into this a little bit of a different way because this is something that is a big, big, big deal to me. It's, um, uh, it affects all of us. Um, in again, in varying degrees, but either personally or 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 you have a family member or a friend uh, that is impacted by some kind of a mental health issue. And this is a huge, huge deal, guys. I feel really strongly about this stuff. I think this is super important. If we really want to create happy, healthy, integrated human beings, we got to take a whole person approach that's personalized, that's full spectrum, that looks beyond just DSM diagnostics and 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 outdated neurotransmitter theories. We have to actually look a little closer at this and then spend some time because it's not an overnight fix. There's still no quick fix. This is the journey and this is the long game. And the long game is to address those ground level foundational um, things that are within our control the fundamentals, the determinants of health, the food, the air, the water, the lifestyle, because there's going to be a bunch of stuff that's going to be out of your control. And when life hits you, there's some things that are going to be totally out of your control. So if we can train ourselves and if we can build and cultivate strong nervous systems so that we can handle Number one, so we so we can with withstand the um, the shock of life itself, and then so we can get ourselves balanced and and hopefully be uh, happier and healthier and more integrated. So we can start to hold that charge and hold that stronger energy in the nervous system, so it can actually get the breakthrough, get um you know get that kind of. Um, really, the, the the big breakthrough that we need to is, is to create a strong nervous system so that we can be happy, healthy, integrated human beings. This is how we do it. This is the naturopathic method. Um, our tools are going to be our naturopathic tools. And this is something that is uh, going to be new to a lot of people, but I think this is super important. This is what's going to give you the breakthrough in the mind-body dimension, and that's where we're going to pause today, guys. That's the download. That's the mind-body download. That's the whole person healing download. This is still the tip of the iceberg. We're going to talk about this more in future episodes, but we're planting seeds. We're going to be watering them along the way. Uh, you guys have a wonderful day. I hope this has been helpful for you and we'll pick it up here next time. Adios for now. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Human Handbook Podcast. My name is Dr. Adam Tice. 
Uh, you guys have a great day. Thank you so much for being here. And be sure to tune in next week where we're going to be talking more about everything you need to know, but nobody's telling you about how to optimize your health, cultivate happiness, and biohack your way to peak performance. Adios for now, guys.